Hey there, welcome to the Cami Pentecost podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and let's talk about leadership, business, life lessons, and everything in between. I'm your host, Cami Pentecost. Welcome back. I am so excited to meet with you today. We get to continue on with our series on my mantras. I don't even know if that's a proper name, but that's what the series is called. We're talking about mantras that I have in my professional life that really have transcended all areas of my life. Let's just, let's just put it that way. And this one today I'm really excited about because this became a mantra for me when I walked through it experientially uh, and what it did for me. And the minute I was like, oh my gosh, if I thrive so much better in this, in this environment than how much more the people I lead, my children, you know, how much even more they will thrive as well. And so it just became something I started saying over and over. And before we jump into it, I just want to make sure that you have listened to the other podcast episodes we have put out there in this mantra series they're in no particular order. You're going to want every single one of them. That's for sure. So I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the ones that you have missed. And if you're just getting started with me, well, welcome, because we are working through my mantras right now that I have used in business just to help me keep proper perspective. But also a lot of times I've used it as self-talk, self-talk to keep me moving in the right direction and hold myself accountable. That's really what uh, these have been in place for. And I started to realize several years ago, there's a handful of things I say often. I say them when I'm coaching others in the business world. I say them to my children when I'm parenting them. And, and I say them to myself to keep myself feeling motivated, I guess is what I would say. And to just keep proper perspective as I walk through the day in and day out details, messiness of business and life in general. So let me go ahead and introduce today's uh, mantra to you. And I wouldn't say I wrote this quote by any means, but it certainly has become a mantra of mine for business and, and parenting, actually. So here, here it is. You are stronger than you think you are. Yeah, that's it. You are stronger than you think you are. And I'm going to tell you a story of what this looks like for me and how I truly believe when you take this when you, when you really start applying this, how it's just going to take things to a whole nother level for you. That's for sure. And, you know, prior to this day at the gym, I used to say all the time to my team, to my children, I would say regularly, you are stronger than you believe you are. Listen, I'm not kidding you. You can do more and you can be more than you ever thought possible. And I just felt like I was put on this earth to tell people that you can do more and you can be more than you ever thought possible. And then one day I find myself in the gym and I'm actually taking a peer bar class. Not sure if you've ever taken a peer bar class or not, but that particular day I, you know, I get in the room and last minute, the owner of the studio comes running in and she sets her weights down and her stuff for the class right next to me. And I'm like, darn it. I mean, she is good, right? Like she owns the studio. And so if you know me at all, one thing you're going to learn about me is I'm super competitive. I'm very driven. And when I say competitive, it's really about, uh, you know, being around others. It pushes me to even work harder and to, to, to dig deeper, you know, and just to put more out there. And so, uh, having her there that day, without even realizing it, 
you know, when I might have given up during a certain, during a certain set, because she was sitting there right next to me and she was probably watching me is what I kept thinking. I would go a little longer. I would dig a little deeper. I found myself working out harder. I was definitely sore, more sore the next day. I definitely got a great workout that day, but I was better that day. And I was better because I had somebody there with me pushing me. And many of you might call that an accountability partner. I like to consider that a worthy rival. Somebody who is at your level or even higher that pushes you to be even better because we're stronger than we think we are. And we usually have more in us than we even believe we do, but it either takes running alongside somebody or just behind somebody that pushes us to do more than we might've otherwise done, or because we have people in our corner constantly reminding us that we can do more and we can be more and we are stronger than we think we are. So that's what, that's what I want to hone in on right here, right now. First of all, if nobody has ever told you, I'm going to tell you now, you are stronger than you think you are. Darn it. I'm stronger than I think I am. And I need people to tell me regularly as well. I need worthy rivals in my life, just like you do. And the, the reason I love this word worthy rivals, I think when I hear, hear the word accountability, like it has a negative connotation to me. And I think that's because to me, accountability means painful discipline, you know, hearing things like that. And it, to me, that's a, that's a negative word. doesn't get me real excited. But when I talk about having a worthy rival, I think about how she that day in that class got me pushing harder. She got me reaching deeper. And because of that, I was better that day. I was a better version of myself that day. I raised my level of competition because of her. And that's what a worthy rival does. Now, I've also been in these classes where the instructor is there talking to you too, you know, like they're coming around the room and watching you do the set. And they're like, oh, you know, you can go a little deeper. You're stronger than you think you are. Don't stop now. You've got more in you, you know, a a, what do they call it? A, a fatigue muscle is a changing muscle, something like that, where, where, you know, you know that you're just going to keep pushing and that's why you're there. But because you have that person there telling you or competing with you, you're going to do more and you're going to be more because you are stronger than you think you are. So what's, you know, so maybe when it comes to working out, you've got the instructor who is encouraging you and cheering you on. Great. You know, maybe you've got a workout buddy you go to the gym with and you push each other. You need that in business too. You need that in every area of your life. You know, I have that in, in my, in faith, you know, I have women I do Bible study with, we pray for each other. We push each other with what God's teaching us. And they really are worthy rivals in the area of my spiritual growth. Now let's talk for a minute about your business. Okay. In my business model, we have uplines and ideally your upline is somebody who is going to coach you and train you and, and pour into you, but that's not always the case. Why? Cause some people just aren't built that way, but other times, because you might need something that they're just not able to give. So it's okay to go out and find it. It's okay to go out and find somebody. And, it, and I've seen people in my particular business go to like a sideline, somebody that's not even in their organization and they lock arms together and they run their teams together and they push each other. They have goals together. They're, they have calls together. It, it's just a lot of accountability that really inevitably is pushing them to be stronger and to do more and to be more. 
So I was reading a story in the Bible not too long ago. I actually, I never, it's like, for, for any of you who are Bible readers, you can read the Bible a thousand times and every time you read it, things are going to jump off to you in a different way. And I believe that's why they say the Bible is active and, and living and sharper than any double-edged sword. But every time I get in there, I swear different things stand out to me. And on this day, I was reading a story in the Bible I've read multiple times. This one happened to be about Zachariah and Elizabeth. Now, Zachariah and Elizabeth had not had a child. And uh, basically, they they ended up conceiving and it was John the Baptist and he was supposed to come before Jesus. Right. And so I believe Sarah and Mary were like cousins or something. And so they both were pregnant. She was pregnant with Jesus. He was pregnant with Zach with, um, John. That's a little backstory, but that's the story we're talking about here today. Listen to this. They had been wanting to be pregnant. They'd been praying to be pregnant and Zachariah gets time to meet with um, I believe the priest, right? He's going to go in and he's going to meet, let's see right here. Um, it's his time to go in and meet in the, listen, why can't I seem to get this right? But he goes in to meet with the priest and he says, oh, I'm not far enough along. That's why. Okay. So he enters the sanctuary of the Lord with the priest. Remember that was the only way they could get in God's presence at this time. And while he was in meeting with the priest, guess what's happening right outside, right outside uh, the, the, the tabernacle, if that's what you want to call it, um, was a group of people praying on his behalf. I never saw that before. I never had that. I'd never seen that in there. And when I read that, I thought to myself, who's praying on my behalf? Who's gathering around and lifting up prayers for me? Uh, you know, various areas as a mom, you know, uh, a future, a future spouse, potentially, you know, who is praying on my behalf, my health, my, my, my career and traveling and all the things. And it was in that moment I went, I know how important it is to have people in your corner. I know how how seriously I take being a sponsor, being a coach, being a mentor. And, and I am constantly pouring into the people that, uh, that God has entrusted me with. And while maybe not everybody takes that role seriously, I didn't have that. I didn't Now I want to be careful. I say that. I mean, my parents are phenomenal. I have some great friends and, and God has richly provided me with some people that just on a random basis will pick up the phone and say, I want you to know you're awesome. That's fabulous. But I also think there's a part of this that we can be intentional. And since we know we're stronger than we think we are, and we're probably not going to perform at our highest capacity without a worthy rival or without people in our corner, cheering us on, speaking life over us, praying for us. So who's in your corner? That's my question. Are you sitting here right now going, well, my sponsor is not great. Well, are you going to sit around and be a victim or are you going to do something about it? Because Zechariah had people praying for him while he was meeting with the priest just right outside the building. I, I want somebody, I read that and I went, oh, I want somebody praying for me. Well, I don't sit there and feel sorry for myself that I don't have people out there praying for me. And heck, I'm sure my grandparents and my mom are praying for me, but I wanted a group of people intentionally praying on my behalf. And you know what I did? I reached out, I prayed about it. I asked God, who, 
he might want me having in my prayer corner. And I reached out to those eight to 10 people. And I said, if I send you weekly, bi-weekly updates of what's going on in my life, will you commit to praying for me? Please do not say yes, unless you feel like you can do that. And you know what? I now have a prayer group praying for me on my behalf in my corner. And guess what? That's not just something I get to have. You can have that too, but you have to be intentional about it. Remember, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. That's another one of our mantras. So you are stronger than you know. You're so much stronger than you think you are. You've got so much more in you, so much more potential, so much more energy, and you can go harder and longer than you thought you you ever could. And I'm here to tell you that today, that you need a worthy rival, my friend, in an area of your life that you're seeking to grow, get better, perform higher. You need a worthy rival. And I would say if you don't have a group of people already in your corner for that, then go get one. Don't wait. Don't expect it just to happen on its own. Go make it happen. And uh, I know for me, when that's something I want to do, the, the path I follow typically is I pray first. And I ask the Lord to highlight who that person should be or who they should be before I just start knocking on their door. But I don't leave that stuff up to chance because I know. We humans are stronger than we think we are, but we need to put some things in place that help us to not only operate at our highest potential, but to believe in our highest potential. And uh, so that's what this mantra is all about. You are stronger than you think you are. You can either play this on repeat regularly, so you can hear me saying that to you and for you, about you. You can write down some affirmations that you speak over yourself on a daily basis to really remind yourself of that so you can start operating more in the in who you were created to be at your fullest capacity. And then you can certainly make sure you have people around you that are doing that as well. And um this is going to be fun. If you've never had people pouring into you or you've never, you know, just spoken life over yourself regularly, you're going to start now. And I can't wait for you to see what happens after, you know, as we close out today together, I just also want to say something to those of you who are parents and those of you who are married, keep in mind, uh, God gave you your children to you because you're in their corner. So be in their corner, speak life over them, um, pray for them, uh, encourage them in the gifts and the unique talents you know that they have. And don't even think for a minute that you can do it too much because you can't. There's way too many negative voices out there. There's, I mean, we have a, a million negative thoughts in our own mind, let alone the things that get spoken over us that we don't want our kids thinking about regularly. We want them filled with the words we want to speak over them, that God speaks over them because they are stronger than they realize. They are more talented and they have more in them than they even realize. And they're going to spend their whole life uncovering. But also do that with your spouse because uh, you guys are married and the most important people in each other's lives. It's important that you do that with each other as well. Whoever God has given you to influence, I want to remind you of the verse in the Bible that says, those who sow sparingly reap sparingly, but those who sow generously reap generously. And I say that to you because that's not just about finances. That's about our gifts and that's about our words. Oh my goodness. And so if we, um, if we sow like crazy, okay, so not, not sparingly, but if we sow 
a lot. We're going to reap a lot. And I just want to encourage you to be a giver, be the person you wish people would be for you. And it's going to come back tenfold. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So have fun with that. I thought I'd leave you with that as we closed out today, uh, because I really believe that we have an opportunity and we have a we get to pour into other people and we get to find people who want to pour into us because we are all stronger than we think we are. And it's time we start acting like it. I know you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I did. Whether you are a newbie or a longtime listener, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I'm Cami Pentecost.